welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. Well, Keith is away, so the cue gets to play. There it is. As I feel myself slowly dying inside being on the greatest passion project on the internet. One of us. To be is frank, Corey aware of this yet? I'm surprised oh yeah, yeah, he hasn't yeah. obliterated me online yet. That mud show, as he calls it. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, the the line you I just said, I remembered it as I was just doing the intro. So hey, good on me, Keith Swetland, the third man. Who's the third man? He is is no not with us right now. He is still doing God's work. So if Keith is Hogan, which one of us is Nash, and which one of us is Hall? I think I gotta be Nash. Yeah, since you're tall. I mean, I'll take being Hall. I'll take. You're, 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 you're big guy, but you know, when you stand next to me, it's not as big. So, you know, you're a little big guy. That means I'm buff back. Well, baby. God damn it. <laughs> so Keith is away doing God's work. So we're doing movies that uh, we would have done on the queue. And this week, one booble. That's right. Decided to have us watch Swordfish. I'm yeah, your man. host. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. Heyo. And the man that did pick it, Mike Booble. What's happening, Marks? Swordfish came out on June 8th of 2001, directed by Dominic Sena, S E Sena. He has directed a ton of music videos. I can see that in the, like, picture quality for this movie it was very late 90s early thousands like grunge type look to it he directed such music videos as um where are you i was like seeing names was a couple janet jackson songs fleetwood max little lies it's Um, funny for someone who's directed a ton of music videos how bad the sound was for this movie and like it's, the music is terrible like, backtrack to it was like it pulled you out with how like 80s bad movie it the was mixing was so bad yeah uh he also directed 1993's california the brad pitt movie with david Ar- uh, david Duchovny. nothing uh 2000's gone in 60 seconds Ooh, that checks out that's 2011 the season of the witch with Nick Cage. So he's done two Nick Cage movies. <laughs> High praise. High praise. This movie stars Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, John Travolta, mm-hmm. Don Cheadle. And let me find it. I don't know the daughter's name because. And playing the role of Holly. Dude, it was so weird seeing such a young Don Cheadle and such a what young the hell? <laughs> Joe, what's is. that name? What's that name? To the moon. <laughs> One Cameron Grimes playing the role of Holly. <laughs> to the moon. Be honest, Joe. That. that just upped star rating, didn't it? A little bit. It has to. My starting's going to the who knew that Cameron Grimes, before becoming the Million Dollar Champion, was a young female actress <laughs> in Hollywood? Wow, that's right. That's, that's high praise. 
Um, where's the guy? Uh, so, Booble, you picked this movie for us. I did. How many you've seen? So you've seen this before? Oh, dozens of times. Dozens. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies. Really? Like I love a, this movie. Okay, so it's not like you love it because it's bad. Well, yes, that's why I love it. It's why I like the Fast and Furious movies because they're objectively terrible films, but they're fun. See, this is one of those things I can never judge people for their like, like liking bad movies. One of my favorite bad movies is a terrible Eddie Murphy movie that everyone shits on and no one likes and arguably might have like trashed his career. Pluto Dash. I fucking love that movie. Never saw it. You've never seen Pluto? Nah. God, it's so bad. I love it. Did you already do that for the queue though? No, no. Oh, I was pretty much on Eddie once he once I saw another professor to the clumps. That's pretty much the last Eddie Murphy movie I saw. I think that was like one of his last, like at least decently regarded movies. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I want to do for fake movie experts is to do uh, the Beverly Hills Cop series because I've never really seen like I've seen those movies like on TV, but I've never actually watched those movies. And like that was like prime. Mm hmm. So I want to go back and watch those at some point to see Eddie Murphy in his prime. I'm um, looking through the cast right now, and there's a lot of Travoltas in this movie. Oh, is there? That's funny. Like, did you? Hot, like, his, he had sisters as um, hostages. As like, oh, I was going to say the scantily clad naked ladies, because that'd be weird. No. He's Scientologist, so it actually probably be a brand. Joe, did you see the one uh, bit character I popped for that was in later in the movie? That is attached to a USA Network uh, TV show. No, Lassie was in it, Joe. Lassie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. From Psych, yeah. He looked exactly the same. He looked in Psych. <laughs> that dude did not age for apparently twenty years. And also, the uh, the first hacker that gets arrested is the first main bad guy in NCIS. I haven't ever watched so... anything about about ncis besides what usually led into raw back in the day yeah i've never watched anything that ended with a cas or whatever uh rick you've seen this once i've seen it a couple times it was one of those like guilty pleasures because i've I've talked about this before but i would go spend a month every summer with my dad and my dad had like growing up in the time i just had like basic cable at home not basic cable like we had like through 70 so like i got mm-hmm. espn and all that but going to my dad's he had satellite and he had the full movie packages so like could watch whatever was on hbo stars it was prime skinamax back in the day so for yeah. like a very uh coming to terms with himself teenager that was prime um so that was like one of those guilty pleasure movies with swordfish back in the day because there's just like everything a teenager wanted in his life I have never seen this movie until the day of that I watched it. That shocks me, honestly. It kind of does. It's like, but this is also like, especially when I checked the time frame on it, I think this is one of those movies that kind of got forgotten to time that if you didn't jump on it right away, <laughs> this is one of Keith's favorite things to talk about, but like being a movie in the summer before 9-11, and especially a movie that talked about terrorism yeah. It was like one of those movies that just, if you didn't jump on the train before 9-11 happened, this movie just kind of went away. 
Well, and also back then when movies were bad, people didn't go like, oh, I have to go see this really terrible movie. People were like, well, then I'm just not seeing this terrible movie. And so nobody and, saw it. And that's the... Um, like now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see that then. train wreck of a movie. <laughs> that's the mindset that I had then of this movie's bad. I'm not seeing it. Because it did. It came out in June in June of 2001. We also have to remember, like, looking back now, the cast is super loaded. Yep. But, like, this wasn't, like, established... Uh, Wolverine. This isn't yeah, like I mean, Halle Tra- Bay- except for Travolta. Yeah, and this was the downside of Travolta's career. Like, this mm-hmm. is like a part of those like movie after movie where Travolta kept coming out and was just. And I'll actually say I thought Travolta killed it in this movie. He played his character really well, and like I actually liked him in this role. Mm-hmm. I thought he acted really well in this movie, which is weird. But like he was just in like what people consider train wreck after train wreck movie. And then eventually like all his like mental illness stuff came out. And like it was just like part of the snowball that was the end of his like big time career. Uh, yeah, because I, I was looking into it and like the, he uh, Travolta did Battlefield Earth before this movie. Like he did Oof. Uh, in the, the year before. That's Another one of the worst movies in the history of film. And I love it. It's one of my guilty pleasure movies. Uh, we did that one on the queue. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman did a mo- did a movie between X Men and this, so there was like uh, like another movie in front of it. And then Halle Berry did X Men, and then did this. What was because like Halle Berry was famous by the time this came. Like, I mean, because it was one of the big draws. Like Halle Berry's in this movie, and yeah. Halle Berry shows her boobies. Like was one of like they even like was how they tagged it like they didn't like officially tag it but like that was like a big push for this movie was you could see Halle Berry topless in it even though the scene is like maybe a minute two minutes long yeah yep not even like yeah not even um she did uh I don't know I think because she was in Bullworth and I think that's the beginning of like she's been in a ton of stuff before this but it's just like I feel like Bullworth might have been like that one that it started the plateau then she went to x-men and then that's why the x-men buzz came up well you have halle berry and hugh jackman in this and john Travolta. let's give it a go x-men was jackman's first like major role wasn't it like i don't remember like he was in other stuff but like it was like the first one where it's like he was the prime time he yeah this was yeah he was in a ton of things before or not a uh Couple TV shows, a couple movies that you don't know of, but yeah, nineteen in the two thousand is his first like breakout role into Hollywood. Kind of crazy when you look back at the original cast for X Men, like what a jumping off point that was for so many of their careers. Like, there's a lot of fucking like famous people in that movie mm-hmm. who weren't like super famous yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Patrick Stewart was the biggest star, and like. He was big in like the seventies. <laughs> it was, I mean, the nineties. Come on, man. I Star mean, Trek. Star Trek's not Come that old. On. Uh, it would be we're, him we're and the Kel- Kelsey Grammer. Like we're literally well, Kelsey like, Grammer's like, not even in X Men. He's in a uh, Last Stand that doesn't come out until oh uh, six. Was Beast, was Beast not in the original X Men? Nope. Oh God! It's been so long since I've watched the original movies. Again, no, another right. one of those set of movies where the third one was so bad it ruined the original ones, like the original Spider-Man trilogy. Where like the first two movies are good to great, and then the third one's so atrocious, you're like, I just I can't I can't go back. 
it's just all bad now. The original has been written by David Hayter, star of Metal Gear Solid. What up? Damn, that's, that's deep right. pull, and also not surprising that someone that talented could write. I mean, all he did was write movies for Metal Gear Solid, so. To yep. the moon. <laughs> and of course, camera drives, of course. Yeah. Star of the movie. Star of the movie. So, Rick, let's uh, give us a little plot breakdown, and uh, we'll get into it. Uh, So the plot of this movie is that John Travolta, apparently working for some skeevy senator, which, man, wouldn't it be crazy if that was something that was real, uh, was trying to steal a bunch of money to fund black op, like really dirty, under the books, counterterrorism things, where if terrorists hit the U.S., they go back and hit the terrorists back twice as hard to the point where they threatened to like nuke cities. Like it was like really dark. And I also kind of sided with John Travolta. I kind of understood where he was coming from. Yeah. Um, so his original hacker gets caught up in customs, which we'll kind of was weird. We'll talk about when, that in a minute. Yeah. Like there's a, that's super weird. The whole, like, were they bringing in two? Okay. We'll get to it. But so their original hacker gets caught up in customs. So they bring in Hugh Jackman's character who one can't golf for shit. And that golf scene was terrible. And I hated every moment of it because every swing was bad and just like bent arms everywhere. Sorry. Um, But uh, so they bring in Hugh Jackman. He is like, he's a big time hacker, but we kind of find out through the movie that he's a hacker with a heart of gold. Like the whole reason he got sent to jail was because he was trying to prevent the FBI from having this, program that could just monitor everyone's ip addresses at all times again there's a lot of very foretelling things in this movie now that i think about it which is really weird for a movie that was really bad at like encompassing what actual hacking looks like and what like computers do they actually like had a really good grasp of like what was going to happen in 20 years uh so jackman kind of goes back and forth on his feelings for everything we never really get a grasp of like where Travolta's like allies lie or what Travolta's doing the whole time. Um, it kind of becomes a heist movie at the end, but the whole point is Jackman isn't really on board and he's trying to prevent Travolta from going through with what he's trying to do. And yeah, everything around that. So what's with the first scene you guys want to talk about? So my uh, issue was it is that uh, how are you this like world renowned hacker who's I'm sure flown to every country on earth, and your second passport is just in a pocket in your luggage, like the obvious place they're going to look for another passport. For some reason, in my head, I don't know why. Because what this type of movie is supposed to be, I honestly thought like. For some strange reason, I thought that was gonna be Hugh Jackman, like in a mask, like you know, like some weird, like, like face off, kind of, like in a way, but not like to that extent. But you know, like Mission Impossible, you can rip, rip, uh, rip a uh, the face off, you know, your mask off, and it's like boom, your guy underneath. For some reason, I'm like, oh, that's Hugh Jackman, and then this guy is not Hugh Jackman, and I'm like, then what's the fucking point of this scene? Well, the whole thing was weird because, like, they made it seem like they went to get Hugh Jackman because that guy got arrested. 
But then when they do the FBI stuff later, they show they are in the same airport, like at the same time. So like they were already pulling Jackman. So Uh, they were, so they did a bad job of like really showing time. They actually said it's about four to six hours later, but still that means. So either like they knew what would happen and somehow ginger was just in the right place at the right time to already be pulling. Cause they flew to LA from Texas, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. So, like, how would she have the time to learn what happened, get to Texas, get Jackman, get back to L.A. So in I four think, to six like, hours. their initial plan was to have them both work on it, and whoever finishes first gets the money. Like, it was just going to be, like, a competition thing? Yeah. And then old Rudolph Martin, that's the actor's name, uh, gets busted by having an obvious fake passport. <laughs> yeah, that was... It was kind of a whole thing with this movie. Like, they did there's not a lot of depth to this movie. Like the characters outside of like, honestly, Travolta. Yeah. Like there's no character depth. They're just Travolta like, Hey, and Jackman, that's it. I wouldn't even say Jackman's character had that much depth. They're just like, Hey, he's a hacker. He kind of like has a standard that he's okay with. Loves his daughter. That's the depth of the character. Yep. Um, like, Halle Berry was just hotness who was a part of the whole plan from the entire time. Don Cheadle apparently is just a very crooked cop. And we're supposed he shot a man in the hand. He had he burnt out. <laughs> that's not, that's, no, that's a crooked cop. I'm just glad that he's not talking with that stupid ass accent. Like he has at oceans 11. So I was fine with it then. Um, I mean, it wasn't that surprising. LAPD is super incompetent and got people killed very easily. Um, I always love Vin Jones when he visits. Whenever he's in movies, he just plays like a quintessential badass so well by just because he is a badass. So I didn't know until this time watching it that was Vinny Jones. I mean, like, I, did like, not, I was not. Oh, I was like, oh shit, that is Vinny Jones. It for me when I saw him, I'm like, oh, it's that guy. What's his name? Something Jones, and yeah. I always compare him with somebody else. Uh, Vinny Jones got lucky because he was going to do a stunt, but John Travolta told him not to, so the stuntman did it, and the wire broke, and the stuntman fell sixty to seventy feet on the concrete and broke his spine. Jesus. Yep. Yep. Is it when so, he falls out of the bus in that epic that's scene? That's my assumption. Yeah. Because that was a great scene. Just people falling out of buses. How many people <laughs> died in LA during that bus escape, by the way? Uh, so many. They were taking out buildings. <laughs> like a bomb blew up right it, next to a building. It, like that was that, bad. That part, is, that part is crazy to me. The, the, the blow up in that, air. The scene of the the bus being flown by by the helicopter makes the Fast Five vault uh, chase look PG and tamed to like yep. all like people, bombs, buildings getting uh, crushed into. It's just like the Fast and Furious one. This looks a little more tamer than what to we just me, saw in this it movie. It felt like they wrote like the whole like final sequence and then they just built the rest of the movie around it to try and make it make sense they're just like okay this is what we want to do epic bus chase through the city crashing into things people blowing up in midair whatever write a story around that i got an idea or fly it 
we'll get there this way and they're like fucking it's great i mean we're gonna like jump around a bunch in the movie and Mm -hmm. things won't make sense fuck it who cares that's why uh so i think you're right about that and that's why one of my very favorite scenes is actually the very first scene in the movie where he's giving the whole story about pacino i absolutely love that scene it is it is true the idea of him talking like if you want to make a a scene kill the hostage right away don't even think like say i'll give you two hours just take control kill a hostage to show that you're that you're not going to give a damn you know i was like mm-hmm. okay that makes sense a lot of movies should take should do that uh, you know but they don't the only uh, thing scene- I don't like about that opening scene is I just hate that type of cinematography. I hate doing this scene from late in the movie, but now let's yeah. rewind and see how we get there. I just hate that bit. Like I hate it in shows when they do it. I hate when movies make that the standard. I'm just like, just this scene could have been great if it was just in the original part of like, cause we never even get the establishment of how they get to the coffee shop. Like that they, they show the coffee shop scene. We get back to when he gets there like we don't even get there. We don't even get like Jackman getting back to the scene and like how they get to the coffee shop and establish all that. He just pulls out the card when he realizes his daughter is gone. And then suddenly we're it's like to current time in the movie. I'm like, there was so much you just completely left out. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, since I can't, uh, I have it in front of me. We talked about the scene with the bus flying in the air. The scene in the bus uh, was sw- swung was actually shot by hiring a group of people to sit in a bus in front of a blue screen while they swung the bus from a crane. Damn. So according to stunt coordinators, the same effect could have been betrayed for half the cost. <laughs> that, uh, that'd be a weird day at work. What'd you do? I hung upside down on a bus. Yeah, about three <laughs> hours, you know, just hanging out. When when the in in the beginning when the like the credits started, I'm like, oh, they're trying to take uh mate the matrix like route, <laughs> like the codes and the numbers and stuff. I'm like, oh, so they're trying to be like uh, matrix yeah. in that short small way. Well, Not like any time the they showed a computer screen, it was obvious no one had ever worked on a computer that had written this movie. <laughs> You're like, that's not computers. That's not how that works. No. My favorite well, thing is when they're hacking is like when something like really bad is happening is how fucking mad they are when they're typing and like how loud they're typing. It's just like, bam. It's like, dude, calm the fuck down. Jesus. Well, the, well, the thing is they, um, they weren't looking at anything. They, they, the actors looked at a, just a screen. Yeah. And then after filming, they, um, put in uh, like the digital effects of um, the computer. So they're not looking at anything. There's like, oh, we're just going to be typing and yelling at a blank screen until um, they put the effects in. So two actors were considered for this mo- uh, for the Hugh Jackman role. Want to take a guess? Ethan Hawke. Oh, that's a good call. That would be okay. like right in there. Um See, this is a problem. I never remember who was big, like in uh, 2001. So in 2001. Paul Walker. Oh, that's a good, that's a good call. <laughs> that's a real good call. 
Uh, yeah, that's my guess. Ethan Hawke. That's what I'm going. Yeah, with. I don't like. I have no idea. Uh, it's Val Kilmer and John Cusack. Why would Cusack. Val like Val Kilmer should have been like considered for the Travolta, the Travolta. role? Yeah. No. Uh, he was considered for the uh, Hugh Jackman. However, they went with Hugh Jackman because he doesn't. He didn't have baggage. Like, as in size wise, or just you know, because Val Kilmer. Uh, baggage of other films. So I, I wouldn't. They, I don't. Take, I don't take the slander of Val Kilmer. I would but not they either. stand for it. I also don't understand how you're okay with Travolta's baggage, but you don't right. want to go with Kilmer's bad movie baggage. Maybe they didn't want to combine the two, but I mean, didn't Kilmer and Travolta make great movies before? Yeah, but I don't know. There's a documentary on Amazon about Val Kilmer that I really want to watch, but it looks super depressing. Low-key, one of my favorite Val Kilmer things he's done since he stopped like being a major movie star was he plays the weirdest fucking character in Entourage. He does. He's a Sherpa. It's so bizarre and like he's one of the few like stars in that show that plays someone who's not just himself. So I had seen that show a couple times, and I, I actually just watched the full like watched it like a month ago, and I was like, "Holy fuck, that's Val Kilmer!" Yeah, holy it, shit, it's so weird because everyone else just plays like themselves like, yeah. to a different degree. Like Seth Green being like a huge douchebag, even though he's like well known to be like a really nice guy or something, mm-hmm. and uh, the dude from Full House who really is like the dirtbag. He, he depart showed in the show shout well, out Val- to Vinny chase and entourage but val kilber was just like a rig just a different character it was so bizarre for that show Vinny chase is my aquaman fuck jason momoa i mean i do love jason momoa but yeah i mean Vinny chase aquaman is kind of the way to go joe has yeah. no idea what we're talking about <laughs> never watched it <laughs> i don't i don't think you would be a fan of entourage, uh, he would joe. he would hate entourage so much yeah probably i would you would love Johnny Drama though, because you're you kind of are Johnny Drama. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. So, Joe, I do have a I do have an idea though. I think to improve our podcast, like, I think I'm going to need you to host while getting a blowjob. I think that'll really enhance the way the podcast goes. Are we gonna Are we gonna put a gun to his head at the yeah, same time? Yeah, you're gonna put a gun to my head and give me like <laughs> I mean, sixty seconds. There's one. There's one right there, in there, sir. Just turn around. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Give me more time. That more scene time. is so cringy. Oh that caught God. me off. <laughs> caught me off. I was like, it, what's happening? We're like 10 minutes in and like someone's and getting a like, job. Oh, she's good, isn't she? Like, oh, gross, dude. Like, do I really it's, need to hear that? No. It's so bizarre that a movie so well known for its nudity because of Halle Berry has... Yep. I mean, like that scene, but like, there's no other nudity in it. Like, you see the other girls from behind like side boob. Yeah, but like, it's so weird that only Halle Berry was topless in this movie, and then also had a lot of scenes of just standing in her underwear. Mm-hmm. So for for uh, for Halle Berry, she got two million dollars for this movie, but they gave her an extra fifty thousand. For the for for her shot, I feel like and her boobs deserve more than fifty thousand <laughs> each. However, oh no, I'm sorry, they paid her five hundred thousand. Okay, that makes that's more bad. sense. That's better. That's better. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, however, it was supposed to be a three take shot, 
However, it took three days to show her tits. Yes, because they had to get the weather, the the lighting for the weather just that right. That director is an asshole. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what they told her. Yeah, Damn, they, dog. So my favorite part about that scene is I think it's a fuck up is when Hugh Jackman turns around, he walks into that box and you see Halle Berry laugh like audibly. Yeah. I think he fucked up and just walked into a box. Because <laughs> like, oops. Yeah. I'll see if I can find anything about that. Uh, According to Halle Berry, she was not paid half a million dollars to go topless and swordfish. No. She's her retort to that in an article was totally not true. I would sell these babies for way more money. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Halle Berry. Um, well, apparently this was like in lead up to the movie. Apparently this was a rumor that came out in a lead up to the movie. Mm. Oh, they started that. She, like it was used as like a low key publicity stunt to like sell. I mean, uh, like I said, they were doing publicity yeah. about Halle Berry showing her tits as a way to get like, people to see the movie. This is one of those movies that if you think of swordfish, you think of this that one scene. Oh I yeah, mean, that's exactly. I don't, but you don't, but a lot of people do. Like for me, I, that's the only thing I knew about this movie. I'm like, oh, she shows her boobs, but like for the plot of the movie, no idea. I mean, we just watched the movie. I could still tell you that the plot's pretty goddamn thin. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Yeah. I will say, though, watching this movie, like, there is a great, like, six to ten episode, like, thriller in here. If it was redone now for, like, Ooh. an HBO or an Apple Plus. like It'd be the, really ex- good. Especially in, like, current era, like, ideas of things. Like, Travolta's character, like, would have such ground to stand on. Like, imagine if this movie came out after 9-11 and, like, they could use and be like, we can never allow something like that to happen again. We have to show them that there's repercussions for their actions. Yep. And it takes money to do that. It's just crazy, like, the fact that John Travolta's character in this whole movie is just like, I'm doing terrorist attacks to prove and stop it for future. But, I mean, and it's one of those things where it's like, Hugh Jackman's character is so pie in the sky, goody two shoes. Like when Travolta asked the question, if you could cure like an uncurable disease and all you, all you had to do to do it was kill one innocent, could you do it? And him being like, no, I'm like, yes, dude. Well, like, well the question was, was you had to kill one child. Yeah. Still like you're thinking of like, an uncurable disease. You yeah. could stop. I guess I'm an asshole. I'm like, you pump that baby out the fucking bus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you Batman uh, punched Baxter. <laughs> like, unless it was like a children, like I had, like, even if it was a child I had a close atta- like attachment to, like, you were talking about billions yeah. to one. Yeah. Like, you mocked Star Trek earlier, but it's the thing from Spock. Like, the need of the many outweigh the need of the few. Mm-hmm. And the proud and the Marines. So, uh, USA, whatever. No, <laughs> USA. Yeah, USA. So, I want to talk about one of the other super bizarre scenes in this movie where they let, like, obviously they know Hugh Jackman's being tailed, so they let him like get attached to the FBI on purpose. Like, they wanted that blowback because I guess Travolta wanted to test the senator or something. But, like, the chase scene for that, where they're chasing Blue Jackman. My mind. Like, he throws himself off a mountain. Two people follow him. 
Yeah. Onto the beach. But the cop with the car knew to drive down to the beach and somehow beat them down there. Oh, th- I, I thought about that as they were falling down the hill, like, like hot and hot, like hot rod. When uh, Adam San- Andy Sandberg falls down the cliff, I'm like, why don't you just drive to the beach? There's probably a way. And then the car does. I'm like, Don Cheadle and the other guy, you're idiots for taking the stumble down a what? mountain. I like, so like Cheadle leaves and the other guy's like, fuck me. And then he does it. I'm like, just don't, just don't no. do it. Yeah. Shoot him. Shoot him. Yeah. Flesh wound. He, just, he struck a federal agent. Shoot him. Put a flesh wound in him. To, in Hugh Jackman's defense, someone got into his car and un, did not identify themselves as a federal agent. Oh, he could get away I am never going to stick up for a police getting punched in the mouth. Good. He deserved it. Fuck that guy. But, uh, you know. But, yeah, like, that blew my mind. And also, just, them. like, they would be dead. Yo, <laughs> they oh, were yeah. falling down that mountain, dude. Without and they, like, question. rolled up and started running, like, at a perfect motion yeah. when they got to the beach. I'm like, That's what are we parkour. doing? That is parkour. Parkour. Well, like, and they showed him rolling as though, like, it was super sloped. But when he looked over the edge, that thing was, like, an 85% yeah. degree slope. You like, it was straight down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you, do you, have you guys seen Hot Rod to get that reference I was talking about? No. Uh, nope. Never seen it. So I might go in, back and see it now because uh, I'm more of a fan of Andy Samberg than it's on, when that movie originally came out. I think it's on Prime. But, like, he, it, they're doing a fake like a tribute to um footloose so he's dancing in the forest by himself and then he trips and he falls down like a giant ass mountain and i'm like that's from like hot rod and he survived but then in this movie that like what we said they fall so far that at one point they just start running down the yep it's like shit and like i'm like what is happening it blew my mind and like none of them are hurt they're it's like, more a, Mac, it's like the, a Mac and me situation. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and I love Mac and me. So don't, how dare you uh, besmirch Mac I'm and me. I'm just saying, they plummeted a, a paralyzed kid to his death and he was fine. <laughs> the alien dragged him out of water. All right. He's fine. I'm going to read you a synopsis for the movie real quick. And I want yes. you guys to tell me if this sounds anything like the actual movie we watched. Okay. Got it. There exists a world within our world, a world beneath that we call cyberspace oh, a world protected by firewalls passwords and the most advanced security systems <laughs> god damn it booba i'm trying to get through this <clears throat> in this world we hide our deepest secrets our most incriminating information and of course a whole lot of money this is the world of swordfish the world's most dangerous spy is hired by the cia when did that happen to coerce the computer hacker- a second recently released from prison to help still six billion in unused government funds first of all wasn't it nine billion it was, it was four. nine it was four, four billion. yeah that's not close even <laughs> remotely missed it like, by that much like i was reading this i'm like wait is john travolta in the cia i don't remember that no uh, how did i ask is he? Berry's in the cia no she's in the dea dea she's in dea yes DMD. And she's not even in the DEA. That was all a lie. But An elaborate ruse. Was, is, was he? What is John Travolta then? Because he talks about how he had to change his personality like six times. He and he doesn't be, even know who he is anymore. So He would just be black ops. He would be yeah, deep undercover yeah. black ops. 
like he is not attached to him because he would do things that the government could never actually attach itself to. So like the government uses his like uses him to do things they want done without having it attached to the name of the U.S. government. It's like mm. uh, Statham for MI6 and Fast and Furious movies. Or like actually, you know, a better as uh, Sean Connery's character in The Rock. Uh, he was like okay. a black like site operative for England, and then when he got busted, they were just like, I don't know who that is. Throw him in jail. It's kind of like how in Mission Impossible, they're like they have that whole spiel where it's like, if you get caught, you'll be completely disavowed. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. that movie. I didn't see it. Uh, you can see all of them except the second one. The second one is very easy to not watch. I've heard they're, I've heard they're good. They're great. I love the Mission Impossible movies. They take I a think- weird turn around three and four, but. I think I've only seen three, and I don't even remember it. So, the first one's great to see because it has great death scenes in the beginning, and it's really like it's kind of like uh, with Suicide Squad recently, where you're like, "Man, why are some of these people?" Oh, and then they die instantly. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the uh, number one parents in this movie: the stepdad and the mom. Oh, Jesus, dude! The fact like, I know he the- was in prison, but. They get custody. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, like she's just like, like a drunk cokehead. But like that's your typical like late 90s, early 2000 type movies of the fact of if there's like custody battle, the good character is getting screwed while the people that own like they have that they have custody for the child. They're the sleazeball. Uh, point uh, A is uh, striptease. Demi yeah. Moore is trying to get it, but the T-1000 has custody. He's a bad person in that movie. Can I tell you how sad that movie makes me? Because that Strip book piece? is so good. And they Wait. destroyed a great book for that horseshit movie. I mean, that's how most movies, books to movies have been, what? were from the 90s and the early 2000s. It sucks because like those characters that are in Carl Hyacinth books would be such a great film universe, and they have fucked it over royally because they made that stupid-ass movie. Oh, my God. I was so disappointed. Probably one of those things that like could come back as like a miniseries eventually. In general, things are better in miniseries than they are in movies nowadays anyways. Like, I can't remember the name of it, but did you ever see the... The miniseries on Hulu about the CIA hunting for Bin Laden. No, but that sounds amazing, it's and I should go watch it. Something Tower. It's very. It's got Jeff uh, Jeff Daniels in it. It's very very good. That kind of show for Swordfish would be fantastic. The Watchtower. God, it's called something. It's so good. I've never We've heard talked of it. very little about actual swordfish in this podcast, and it's because <laughs> well, no. there's just not a lot to talk about. Because the whole the whole movie is the fact that John Fulton needs Jackman to hack and steal money, and he does. Yeah, they do a lot of like run around for something that actually takes about like five minutes, and it doesn't help the fact like what we said earlier, the fact that the movie starts off at the end and then we cut back to the be- end. And it's just like, well, okay, Javolta getting a blowjob. He's not going to get, I mean, uh, Jackman. Jackman. Um, huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. Uh, he's not going to die here because he's at the end of the movie, unless it's his twin brother. <laughs> that would have been a sweet twist. <laughs> I've been weird as hell. 
it's just about Jew, it's Jews Hackman. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't it feel really weird? Like after Jackman ran away from the DEA or from the whatever, the agents, and like they just gave him a card and he walked away. Weird moment. Like they went through all of that to just be like, let him walk away. By the way, we didn't even touch on that fact that they threw themselves down a hill and hit a man with a car and then just let him walk away. You got anything on me? No. All right. You can walk away. Like, yeah. I don't know. You physically assaulted a federal agent. That's one thing we have on you. <laughs> and then he walks back. Like he just walks into the room of Halle Berry, just in on dress. Like, and just like, Oh, now you're a DEA agent. Like, it felt like 20 minutes of the movie just like got cut out and not put in. I was like, how, how, how the fuck did we get here? Yeah. Like they um, forced a relationship between Jackman and Barry's characters so hard where it's just like, there's, there's nothing there. There's just nothing. You've built nothing and you've made it so important. Right. Because they pull that card with her of like, I'm DEA and, you know, you should trust me. And then towards the end, it's like uh, elaborate illusions and don't trust what you think and don't don't believe what your eyes show, you know, show you and stuff. And what the scene of Halle Berry getting hung and then he's like, all right, you got 10 seconds to give us the money because he put a virus in into his own hack. And it's like it was supposed to, what, nine hours? They're supposed to give all the money back to... Yeah. Like he's this world-class fucking hacker that can break into anything he wants, but he doesn't put the zero in the right place for the time countdown. Uh, So then when Halle Berry gets shot and then like we get the whole giant bus scene, it's basically speed in the air. And then probably the way that movie was pitched. That would have been amazing. Uh, And then, you know, the voiceover from one John Travolta. Speed three. (laughs) And when Travolta does the voiceover and like, you know, don't believe what you see. I'm like, oh, so she's alive. Got it. Well, and they clearly established earlier in the movie that they have a dead lookalike of Travolta. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's hard established. But like the way they go about it, it's like, oh, they didn't get up on the helicopter. They totally expected Jackman to shoot them, which Mm -hmm. like. That whole thing was just so for it's like Vinnie Jones clearly showed everything fell out of the goddamn bus, but apparently the unsecured rocket propelled devices that Hugh Jackman somehow knew how to aim and fire correctly. It's I was like, how do you, how do you just know how to use an RPG? What are we doing here? Granted, supposedly those are supposed to be super easy because remember when the U.S. sold a bunch to the Taliban to fight the Russians, they were very much just point and click devices. Apparently, we don't bring that up. Why are you bringing up old shit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like that whole thing where they're like oh they didn't get on the helicopter i was like i hope that helicopter was remote controlled because otherwise they just like totally killed a dude but i guess it would fit because you know they killed a bunch of people um and then the way they got out was just walking down the building didn't the cops say they secured the building how did they get it out i guess they could have cops in their pocket though scaffolding they, they just jumped down the building like that the whole how sick. they got away thing was like super just like they got away. Yeah. Like, well, that's like that. Like to me, that's how I feel about the entire movie. Like, sure. A lot happened, but it was boring. It's just, it just was boring. And like, 
it was it was like things happen, but it's just like okay, what is moving the script up, moving the plot along? Everything to get to those final action scenes of yeah. people blowing up right outside a building. And like I agree with you, Rick. That's why I also hate those type of movies because it's just like we start the movie off with a big explosion. So let's get to it. Let's come on. Let's get to the end game here. Of but. We have to do the character, somewhat character development of, of uh, Hugh Jackman, and then you know the porn star X trailer trash. Uh, and X-Y. we haven't even touched on the you know John Travolta murdering eight people in the streets of L.A. because they were coming to get him from the Hit Squad. Yep. Just driving through it? restaurants. What about his hair? I fucking and like loved it. Goatee. I, it was so. Joe, that should be your look. Oh yeah, Joe, do I, I, it. And I think that's the only thing I could do with facial hair right now is the goatee. To be sick. So. But like, it was so gross looking. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, triple. And the what he goes to after when he's well, run away. That's real look. That's real hair. Like that's his real hair. Has to be. Fucking circa me in sixth grade with the bleach blonde tips. Yeah. Dude, he, his hair is so greasy in this movie. It's so it's great. I loved gross. it. It, it, it is to a point of even in the main and like the final bus scene, the hair does not get frazzled at all. It's just straight and silk and it's just like, oh my God. Like that's what Nick Cage was trying to do in Con Air and failed miserably at. Drills was like, yes. I got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Extra grease, please, in mine, uh, in my hair, please. Oh, but, uh, geez, you know, that this whole movie is kind of slow in the bonkers way. Like, I watched it, I was just like, yeah. I think my favorite thing is when they show, uh, Hugh Jackman, the like, what they think a hacker's delight computer setup would be. And it was like six screens, like super awkwardly spaced out. No, I'm like, no one setting up a computer would do that. You put your monitors like on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no one, no one has any idea what a, what a computer does in this. Do they? Uh, I, no. I did like the like the the idea of that scene of like when when Jackman sees like the wall of monitors and it's like I feel like that's any hacker slash computer nerd's way of life like oh my god look at all these monitors I can play with. It was kind of like just in this time of Hollywood they kept putting out these like they didn't have like people writing movies had no grasp of what the actual internet or how you interact with it was yet. Because you had movies like this. You had movies like Hackers, which mm-hmm. is also like a super trash movie that I love. Yep. Like even with The Matrix, like the way that like they would like type and input and stuff. You're like, that's not that's not how any of this works. No, not at all. Um, I guess Nick Nolte was supposed to might have been the senator. Another thing. How would a sitting U.S. senator be allowed to go on vacation with no security around him? I was thinking that, too. Uh, science. 
like the guy that killed in the car park, whatever, he's a senator's aide. Like he wouldn't have protection, but he is a sitting U.S. senator. They have security around them, like at all times, even from a distance. Yeah, and then he dies in Bend, Oregon. That's just weird. I know that was so. It's like sweet shout out to Bend, Oregon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, see it. It's like uh, Ed TV when for some reason the. Uh, the love interest is in Eugene. I'm like, of all places in a movie, Eugene or... Okay, sure. Got it. The dude just loved to fly fish in a stream he wasn't supposed to be just catching in. Yeah. I love how that's how they established that the senator was a terrible person, that he was clearly just catching in a catch and release stream. Like, really? Is that how we're establishing this person as a terrible person? <laughs> how did he not know he was going to get murdered? When a helicopter comes out of nowhere and is lands next to you, and the guy that you just put a hit hit out for is running the thing. What are you doing how, here? How is that guy not strapped? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Get it so together. Like, this dude's running, like, super dark ops shit. Like, how does he not have, like, a personal security force around him at all times? I don't know. Uh, hey, Rick, uh, Hugh Jackman is actually a, a golfer and he had to pretend that he wasn't good. Oh, okay. That makes, is I that, guess. Is that what we're saying now? He's acting. We're, we're going to champion his acting ability. Yeah, we're, we're he's doing. acting that he's a bad right. golfer while Halle Berry, Halle Berry, uh, had to take, uh, he, she had professional training so she can hit her shot. Except like. It was fake, uh, did, but yeah. Did it bug the shit out of you how they had it so teed up to hit iron shots? Yeah. Because it was bugging the shit out of me. It's like five feet in the air and like, no, just put it on the put it on the tar- tarp on the mat, mat, damn it. It's like you have a fucking mat, just put it down. No. No, no, no. You're just jealous though, because she can outdrive you with a seven iron. That's true. You're just mad about it. Damn true. It I mean, she definitely drove something for me in this movie. Ooh. Wink. Um, what? What? Like her acting? Yeah, she really carried no. the movie. Okay. Yeah. No, Joe, her tits. We're talking about her tits. Oh. You know, the thing that everyone watches this movie for. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, that's the thing. When, like, three movies later, she did Monsters Ball and... One movie. Ooh, that escalates quickly for Halle Berry. <laughs> Isn't that the one she won an award for? Yeah, she won an yeah. Academy Award for that. And they cut her off when she was doing her acceptance speech? Yep. Because yep. the Academy's great. Yeah. First black woman to win an Academy Award. Let's cut her off. Shout out Moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is an alternate ending. of So at the end of the movie, Ginger, Halle Berry's character, goes and withdraws money from a bank. And then you find out that she's still alive and she's with um Travolta's Gabriel. character Gabriel and then uh in an alternate ending Ginger goes to the bank and is told by the bank that the account is already empty alluding to the possibility that Stanley has played one final trick on them and taken the money that's what it was Gabriel was a former Mossad agent that's where his training came from oh that makes sense that's, that's what it was mm. like Gal Gadot so I feel like that Hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, there is the possibility that the alternating is that they st- took the money back. 
I kind of like the actual ending where they're just yeah. like, yeah, fucking three terrorists had have been murdered in a week and no one knows what's going on. I kind of like it. It's kind of like, um, if you ever seen Inside Man, it's kind of how the same thing. So he starts the movie, like I said, she said, like, I'm going to walk out of this building and nothing you knew about it. And he just walks out of the building and gets away with it. I kind of like how they were like, at the beginning, like, yeah, we're going to get away with this and there's nothing you can do about it. And they're just like, yeah, we got away with it. There's nothing you can do about it. I loved how like uncomfortable the Hugh Jackman final scene was where he's just like, yeah, honey, everything's fine. But you can clearly tell like he's terrified that at any point this motherfucker's going to show up and just destroy him. There's going to be a Tomahawk missile fly through his truck. He's on high alert while she's like, it's cool. And then we see like, oh, he's he's dealing with a lot of other things. I don't think he gives two shits about Hugh Jackman. And so here's the thing. Like, I know technically Gabriel was the bad guy, but uh, under duress or not, you can't just do all the shit Hugh Jackman did and then just not go to prison. Yeah, there's no way you can fire an RPG in the city of Los Angeles and they're just going to be like, ah, it's fine. And also, he was explicitly told to never touch a computer again and then he was all over the place touching computers. He literally hacked a government account and stole billions of dollars. And he gets a handshake. Hey, thanks. Good work. Thanks. And for got paid for us. it. Like he still clearly got paid the ten million dollars. Yeah, oh. he got paid. Thanks for screwing us. You know, because because at the end he's checking the body with uh, Don Cheadle, and it's just like, well, you're a free man now. It's like, but you you got your ass handed to the yeah. day before. He, he ran also- from you. He, he also, flew a helicopter. He does not tell them that that's clearly not Gabriel. Right. He's just yeah. like, he, know, he figures it out. Yeah. That's when the voiceover happens. Of, yeah, you like fired an RPG in downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> Guys, if, if, you, if you go downtown Los Angeles and fire that, you're fine. If you hit a helicopter, you're fine. It's like fireworks. He was a part of a group which led to probably a body count in the high 30s. Oh, easy. Oh, I mean, like, easy. They only, like, essentially show at the, the first lady that gets blown up that, like, her and the two cops that were dragging her get blown up, but, like, a fuck ton of people died there. Oh, yeah. Pretty, it was pretty easy of him to do that. Then, and not also, to mention all the people in that diner in the final yep. shootout when they're running from those people. Yeah. The business, the. Oh, yeah. The like the the meeting, I I, I have to say I love when meetings ha- like when in those type of movies and like the meeting someone sees it's like Jesus Christ! It's always the fucking like coffee cup dropping scene. Yeah, yep. was that guy someone? I feel like like that guy no. looked familiar who dropped that line. I was like, he no. looks like someone who became an actor who's like in stuff. Uh, John Cena. John Cena. Da, 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 da. You know, this this movie was uh it was easy for him to uh kill someone. Just as easy if you go to rpg.com and for your uh 20% discount, just type in fake movie experts off your next RPG. There it is. Our dark web promo is coming in tonight. Yep. Yes, sir. Use lube.com. That inc- so. Incognito tab. Yeah. Just Find the uh, red, uh, the white rabbit. It'll take you down the train and the hole, and you can find fake movie experts at uselubes.com. Right? Use lube. Are we still doing that one? No, because it's Damn gross. 
What about Joe's awesome? The fact that you bought a five-gallon tub of lube that used to be a 10-gallon tub of lube is still weird to me. It's awesome that it's used. Okay. He's, working on, that, he's working on that Travolta hair. That's all it's for. You, I'm trying. <laughs> it's like the hair comes, does not, doesn't move. He could be in a tornado and a, and a storm, and the hair won't move. Well, when you're as cool as Travolta was in this movie, that's how it is. Hey, sir, that man can fly commercial jetliners. That's true. Has a group of supposed like ex-military whatever thugs ever looked less imposing than like most of the people in Travolta's crew? Like Vinnie Jones looked badass and like the one black guy looked badass and all the rest of them looked like I could blow over with like a small breeze. Uh, kind of the, the goons in um, Lethal Weapon 2 were like garbage. Absolute mm-hmm. garbage. Like the security jail for the diplomatic immunity guy. Terrible. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> it's been revoked. Been revoked. It, it's weird to me to see how like skinny buff that Hugh Jackman is in this movie. And, right? like, he's ha- so and, scrawny. Yeah, he's cycled how, off steroids. And how like the emo kind of way he wanted to dress to look like he's a a hacker. With the ringer t-shirts and all that, and just nothing like, said high hacker about his personality. Absolutely oh God, no. nothing. I felt the same way about Halle Berry too. Like in my mind, because yeah. like of what Halle Berry becomes later, like she is like, like she's not like super buff, but like she is cut and toned. And like in this movie, she was just like scrawny. Yeah. And then I'm like, damn, you really like you toned up as you got older, Halle Berry. Why you've. Uh, You've not stopped being had amazing. To fit, had to fill out that Catwoman suit. I love how much she took that in stride of how terrible that movie was. <laughs> Where'd you listen to that on the queue? Since um, there it is. God damn. When she look, when she oh no, <laughs> getting flashbacks to the Catwoman. It, it's like non flashbacks for me. Because what? She's the- only one of like two people to ever actually go accept her Razzie. Her, her Sandra like, Bullock, I believe. Yep. See, that makes sense. Those are two like high class uh, women speed who have two, no right? fear. I think it was uh, for Speed Two. No, for her it was. Oh, Speed Two was so bad. It's, it's the one with Bradley Google, they're Cooper. They're on a boat. It's so terrible. Um, what movie is it? Um, also Halle Berry in the Flintstones movie. So shout out to that. Wait, which one? First, the one. first one. She's the She's secretary. The secretary. Ah, Jinx. Oh, yeah. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Fuck, that movie. I still love that movie. I love that movie. That movie's fucking great. Like, that is, like, such a... Like, it was actually, like, a good representation of the cartoon. Yeah. It worked. Rick Moranis is Barney? Come on, man. And then they kept making more of them. They should have stopped. She, she did all about Steve. Ooh. The Sandra Bullock. For that Razzie. Yeah. And uh, that Flintstones movie is one of those few movies that did like those old school cartoons that actually like worked. Like, remember when they made the Yogi Bear movie? God, I don't at all. It was like Yogi Bear was like a digital bear. And then I forget someone, someone like plays live action, the Ranger. And I don't remember who it was. Like, I almost want to say it was Brendan Fraser. That feels right. (laughs) Uh, I feel like it's like James Mars. No, Yogi Bear. 
Um, Denzel Washington. Oh, it was Tom Cavanaugh. There it is. Oh, God, T.J. Miller's in that movie. Jesus. Oh, boy. Dan Aykroyd played Yogi Bear. Damn. Hey there, boo-boo. And Justin Timberlake played boo-boo. Aykroyd Tims? Man, this might have to be a movie we do. This has a 12% on Rotten Tomato. Oh, shit. Spoiler alert. Jesus. Uh, John How Volta did this get a second movie? Because merchandise, baby. Merchandise, yeah. Uh, John Travolta was nominated for the Razzies for this movie. How dare they? That's rude. For uh, Best Actor. But he was also nominated for the his movie um, Domestic Disturbance as well. So he was on for two movies in the same year. year. Same with Keanu Reeves in this too. For Hardball and Sweet Number. How dare you? Hardball is a great is. fucking film. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, he did lose to one uh, Tom Green. For Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, my God. Huh. Michael B. Jordan's in Hardball. Yeah, I never gone. realized that. I, I Booble isn't... Uh, uh, isn't Michael B. Jordan the guy that turns on them? In what, Hardball? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. God, that man has been acting for forever. What's up? G-Baby yeah. Jersey. Represent. Yeah, he, yeah, Michael B. Jordan, he's the one that uh, leaves and joins the gang at the very yeah. end. Because he's too old to play. Yeah. God, I Come will on, see. Coach, I want to play. I will see any movie that Michael B. Jordan is in. Because he's fucking great. Fruitvale Station. Oh, good stuff. Never seen that one. Oh, it's a, oh, wait, not no, a happy I, movie. I take it uh, back. There might be a movie I won't see that Michael B. Jordan's in. Because I forgot he was in this movie. He was in that Fantastic Four reboot. Oh, um, that's fair. Yeah, I skipped that one. Wait, he was in the original Space Jam? What? Huh? That can't be true. No. Are you lying that's to a, me? That's a bullshit. That's, that's Michael Jordan. That's, that's Michael Jordan. That's Michael <laughs> Jeffrey Jordan. Fair. The internet might be confusing. That's the second best yeah. player of all time behind LeBron James. You mean Steph Curry? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my go. God. I was watching. Holy shit, I was, no, Michael B. Jordan's in Space Jam. Who is he? I don't know. It just shows that he's in the cast. Even I Longoria know. was in Space Jam. I that's a bull. No, I don't know what you're reading. No. That's a bullshit. <laughs> Let's get off Space Jam. Jesus. <laughs> hey Joe, we can do Space Jam for. The, we can. It's a franchise, yeah. baby. It's a franchise. We got two. So. Sorry, I fell down a Michael B. Jordan hole. I understand. I'd fall out any of his holes. I'm sorry. What? Uh, he's a sexy man. I picked him. As one of my sexy sackers, that you listen to it. That's my pick at nosellentertainment.com. Man, there's so many good things you can hear at nosellentertainment.com. There is. That's right. Uh, where are we at here? Where are we at? Um, I don't know. You're the host of this bitch. No, I yeah. gotta find. I'm I'm trying to find all my information on the other computer screen. Uh, budget for this movie? Want to take a guess? Uh, I accidentally cheated and saw. I was blown away by it. Eight dollars. Well, you have to add the two million for uh, Halle Berry. <laughs> two million uh, but, dollars. Two million eight dollars. <laughs> I'm sorry, Google. It's two million and seven dollars. 
Damn uh, it. Uh, budget a hundred and two million. Yeah, that checks out. That's the way. So the budget was was a hundred million, and how yeah. there's like nine. I need two million, duck. I need two million. Yep. Habe <laughs> two million. She put it over bit. budget. Yes, she did. Uh, the gross for this movie uh, domestically in the states, uh, sixty nine million. Nice. Hey uh, Internationally, seventy seven million. So worldwide, okay. it got a hundred and forty seven million. Made money back. It did. You guys ready for the box office for 2001, June 8th, 2001? So if I remember correctly, Joe, I haven't seen the list, but I believe we've watched at least more than one of these for the queue in this time uh, frame. Um, to be honest, we've only watched one. Really? And you weren't you, you were there yet. So... Because we've done so, other movies on the queue like around this time, and like Swordfish yeah. has been on like charts for like weeks, and so we just yeah. keep running into shit. Yeah, there's. I love when that happens, but like for this one, only one movie's on the list. So, for the box office for June eighth through the tenth of two thousand one, coming at number ten in its ninth week with only one point one million, Bridget Jones Diary. Wow, the original one, Jesus. Coming in number nine in its fifth week with 1.7 million, A Knight's Tale. Oh, I love that movie. That's Heath a Ledger. Martin Lawrence movie. No, I'm confusing them. Never seen I'm it. I'm thinking of yeah, Black Martin Lawrence's Black Knight. Yeah. Black Knight, right. I've also <laughs> seen A Knight's Tale. That is also a good one. Never Doesn't seen it. Doesn't your mom love A Knight's Tale? Yes, she does. <laughs> She's, yeah, your mom does. <laughs> uh, coming in number eight in its sixth week with 4.7 million, The Mummy Returns. Hell yeah! Ooh. How dare you, sir? I mean, I mean it's that's that's good. Sounds not, not good as a personal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, coming in number seven in second week with five million. What's the worst that could happen? That's a terrible movie. That movie sucks. So Martin bad. Lawrence and Dan, uh, Danny DeVito. It's so bad. Uh, coming in number six in its fourth week with seven million. That you can listen to the queue. Moulin Rouge. My wife loves that movie. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, movie that should, could be done here uh, at number five in its second week with nine million, The Animal. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. I was about to say, is that that Rob Schneider movie? Yes, it is. Coming in at number four, uh, four in its first week with 13 million, Evolution. Oh, I love that movie. David Duchovny. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. My favorite line of that movie is where he's like, we should go talk to the government. He's like, no, nah, I used to work for them. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number three in its third week with 14 million, a movie I think the producer saw for some reason multiple times in the theater, Pearl Harbor. Joe, you say that like that wasn't like a huge romance flick when it came out. People fucking loved that movie. Yeah, I just like to, you know, make fun of her. Shout out Ben Affleck. Yeah, that is weird, though, with her hatred of the Batfleck. I think it's for Hartnett, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. He he is a dreamboat. <laughs> he is. <laughs> almost, almost murdered the producer, left her box for a minute. Uh, no Hollywood at- homicide, tell you that much, though. Yeah, about that. Uh, coming in at number two in its fourth week with 16 million, Shrek. Hell yeah. God, the original Shrek. That is a... 
The first one, the second one's okay. The third one goes off the rails. The fourth yep. one's hot garbage. The f- I think I watched the I've, first one like a month ago. It's so good. I've only seen the third one. What? Yeah. The Wait, you've never seen Shrek tracks? one or Shrek two? The Timberlake one that he joins, right? Yeah, that's the third one. Yeah, that's the one I've already seen. Shrek one is so good. That's I haven't like, seen it. That's like arguably one of the best animated films ever. Yeah, it gets up near the top. It's so it's probably the best non Disney animated movie ever. Never seen it. Also, Joe, random fact for you: Do you know who was originally supposed to play Shrek? I do know this. Uh, was it uh, Chris Farley? Yeah, they actually like somewhere out there in the mm-hmm. universe is like what a third or a quarter of the movie. Yeah, like they'd already done like a bit of it before he OD'd. Mm. So that means that number one is Swordfish with. 18 million swordfish open number okay can we also go back to the fact that this had a hundred million dollar budget in 2001 this movie like that's bonkers yep you have to assume that almost all that budget went to that uh bus scene that in the like shootout in the downtown because because maybe Travolta took maybe 15 million because it's John Travolta, and at that time he still had some pull. Yeah, because Jackman wasn't a giant star yet. Like, he just didn't yeah. like X Men, but he wasn't giant yet. And we know so 2 like, million for Barry. To put this like in aspect, Avengers Endgame, huge movie, huge cast, like so much in this thing. Its budget was only 400 million. Yep. A qu- this movie was a quarter of that budget. This movie in 2001. That's bonkers. It really is. Uh, the, let's go to the ratings, shall we? IMDb gave this movie a 6.5. That's uh, gracious, I'll be honest. Right. <laughs> uh, Ron Tomato gives, uh, all critics give this a 25. That uh, seems harsh. It's a little harsh. Uh, top critics give this 16. Damn. Damn. And uh, the audience gave this a 59. <laughs> Close, but no cigar to the best number possible. Yeah. So, you guys ready to glaze some stars? Joe, I'm already ahead of you. Ooh. I mean... You're- Yes, star glazing. Yes, I'm ready yeah, you, to glaze you've, stars. You've, you've already I'm ready to hope. glaze stars. That's what I meant. Okay. Star glazing. He pre-glazed. So, he, glazed, he glazed early. Um, yeah, premature glazing. Got it. You know what, guys? We I'm getting have up that. there in age. That happens, all right? You know, if you go to you Go to hymns.com. Put a promo code fake movie experts. Damn you. Get a free, free month supply. Yeah. <laughs> And if you need assistance, go to uselube.com and type in fake movie experts to help you. I've been informed by our lawyers. I must put this in there real quick. Uh, Nothing we say as a promo code is actually legally binding. We have no promo codes anywhere. You don't know. You don't know that. You don't know that. You go to to sherry's.com, put in fake movie experts. Jeff will fuck a pie for you. Yeah. That is true. That is a far callback. Uh, Rick, you. in in the group chat we have, Mr. Boobel did the My Summer Vacation and Delta variant. And the summer vacation was a pie. And the Delta variant was a photo of Jeff. So God damn it. 
That's like we, that's, well, we, oh, that's OG no cell callback. Uh, Boo calls that back a lot if he can. So if, if he but, finds, how did that start? It, that Jeff fucks pies. It was on the no cell. It's on the no cell. No, I, remember, I have no idea what happened. I remember that, but I'm trying to remember how that started. I remember we started a chant of Jeff fucks pies, but like I don't remember why we started. I think the chant. We, it just we. <laughs> He went out of state one time because he was gone for a week. Right, that's what we said. He went to Sherry's and he fucked the pie. Yeah, he went to he he, you he know, wasn't like you do. He wasn't on a show, and we're like, oh, so you're out of town because you were too busy fucking a pie, and now our, <laughs> no, right. we had to get him out of jail because he had fucked. Yeah, we pies. had to get him out of jail because he yeah, fucked he the pie. Call lawyer Joseph Parks. <laughs> yeah, he fucked a pie. So, damn, that's a that's a deep cut. That's a. That is a deep cut. And you can listen to this at nocellentertainment.com. So let's still let's, uh, only second best to the most honest lap I've ever had in the yep. No Cell Network of Page in the Package and how I died for a Almost good died minutes. on the freeway because I was driving. <laughs> I had to pull over on the freeway because I couldn't see. <laughs> I was literally in tears crying through that <laughs> entire segment. That was so good. <laughs> Page in the package. So let's go from creaming pies to glazing some stars. So let's go to the star glazer. That was so the miss- grossest segue <laughs> you have ever done in your professional career. But I, I appreciate to- it because it was great. <laughs> Thank you. I had to. We were talking about fucking pies, so you had to finish it off, right? So, Mr. Rubel, you did pick this movie. So what do you give it? So I have seen this movie. I, I mean... 12 15 times so i mean i love this movie i am going to go two and a half stars Uh, i'm not far behind mr booble i'm gonna go two and a quarter to me this is one of those movies that's just like i for some reason i love the stupidity of it and if it's like if i'm going through the movie channels and it says swordfish is on i'm like fuck yeah i'm gonna put on swordfish now am i hoping i'm gonna run into this the scene of halle berry's boobs yes Am I going to turn it off if it's not? No, I'm going to watch the rest of the movie because it's crazy stupid and I love it. Yep. Uh, so for my, I will give it two and a quarter as well. And I'll give Whoa. it, I, 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 hear, hear me out. Originally, it was just going to be a two. Okay. But I had to go to the moon. That's right. That's right. And it bumped it up that quarter. So, so that brings Swordfish in at two and a Point three stars. Hell so yeah. the second movie of the Q edition at 2.3 stars, which again, as I said the last time, ranks it very highly among a lot of the movies we've watched for the fake movie experts. Yep, that's right. I was like, what movies have we done for this for the, the Q editions? It's like we've only done three so far. So it's this we've, and um, Army of One. Army of One and uh, Booble broke our our run we did army of one and then ready player one we need so this is now swordfish one. swordfish swordfish one got it but so that was interesting i get to pick the next movie as we're going to continue going down this road my movie is on amazon prime it's called it's a 1992 movie called stay tuned Ever heard of it? I can't say that I have. Nope. It stars John Ritter, 
Pam Dauber, she's uh, Mindy from Morgan Mindy, and Jeffrey Jones, the principal from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I like how you the, mentioned someone from Mork and Mindy. Like I remember anyone besides like the main people, like the main person in Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Well, there's two people, Mork and Mindy. So, uh, but this movie, uh, the movie's plot is basically John Ritter and his wife get sucked into a TV and they have to be, they have to play the roles in every channel that they're on. Oh, wait, I think I might act. No, I know of a different movie like this movie. Jumanji. Pleas- or Pleasantville. <laughs> No, not Pleasantville. I remember something like like they have the remote, right? That's Pleasantville. That's clear, yeah. But this might be what you're talking about too, because they do have a remote that they have to keep changing the channels. Did this used to be like on TBS all the time? I want to say yes, because this might have been one of those movies that just like I've never seen, but I've seen a lot of that. And like this is I probably during the time of like when um problem child was airing too like they put this on too it was because it was john ritter so i mean it's john ritter it can't be that bad let's hope hey eugene levy's in it god that must be a young eugene levy no probably looks the same yeah i mean i was about to say actually he's just always looked old yeah so for next week we're doing stay tuned uh I feel like I know we I know we've started this in August, but do we is the fake movie experts? Should we just coin now that we do Q-Tember? I like that. That'd be cool. I like that a lot. But then you do Q-Tember, then we got to do Nick Vember and then we don't have to do Nick Vember. I mean, that's a Q thing. I mean, Q-Tember. I'm going to set some more fires just so we have to do Nick Vember. Thank you. Thank you. You're doing God's work too. That's right. <laughs> God's plan. So next week here we'll be doing stay tuned. Uh you can go to no Southern Stay tuned for what? Oh, stay tuned. Yeah. See? No, for I, what? For I what? knew that. So that's the best thing. The producer was like, if you say the movie stay tuned, the guys are gonna go, for what? And I'm gonna go, just stay tuned. Well no, but you you failed because you didn't you just went because you said the movie stay tuned. So like you ah. killed it. You should have just said, All right, guys, we're gonna do stay tuned. Really, yeah. Jeff Mack that scenario. Well, I got some pies in the oven. I got to go get going to a little bit. It's kind of like when you didn't have the Q will play last week. Didn't think of it. It's a work in progress, bro. Every week we learn something new. It's true. Jeff we're Fox always pies great. every week. So hey, but like we already knew that stuff, from, Joe. From years ago. You go to use lube. You got all that. Um, you can also. Uh, Go to nocellerentainment.com to see photos of the remains of the one incident by Jeff Mack, <laughs> the, cri- the crime scene. Uh, you can also find all of our blogs and podcasts there. And like always, don't fuck a pie. You can listen to our podcast <laughs> wherever you listen to your podcast. I mean, aren't we eventually going to do a movie that's also about fucking pies? 